So I legitimately did want to start this with a question that you kind of prompted before we started recording or whatever, but like people talk about how there's like two types of people, right? Like you like the fucking Beatles or you like the Rolling Stones or you like Elvis or whatever the fuck, you know, but like the real question in my mind is like, do you take a shit before you get stoned or do you get stoned and then take a shit? Um, for honestly, I feel like you gotta, some people and I don't know. I was straight edge in high school, so I used to think like drugs were goofy and shit. But there's this girl that I had a paramedical biology class with that was like, "Did you know that uh, smoking actually is like uh, it's a laxative? It makes you have to shit." It's like the fuck. She's like, "I just made that up just because it makes me have to shit." And I was like, "All right, that's cool, I guess." But then later in life, when I started smoking weed, that just became a thing where I just like, "Oh wow, I've just smoked and not shit." I think that like one of the most uncomfortable things to do is to like get really stoned and then shit. I really fucking hate it because I get so fucking paranoid. Really? About like wiping. Yeah. Like I feel like it always like I always shit easier. Right. Like it always like feels better in air quotes, but it's just like, it, you know what I mean? Like it's a more pleasant experience, but then like I get super in my head about wiping and I end up just like always thinking I have poop on my butt and i just like it it never like leaves my head that i was like you got you got some particles left in your pants buddy i feel that it's it helps if you got the uh the uh wet wipes like the baby wipes or whatever or you can be a fucking grown-ass man like me and get a bidet baby Uh, big facts big big facts when i finally settle in a place i'll probably probably invest in uh one of those bad boys dude the bidet shit like changed the fucking game when it came to going to the bathroom in my house like it you are not the first person that i've seen that's just like completely unprompted been like yo this was a life-changing experience cop the bidet if you can step your game up step your shit and game up it really isn't that expensive because when i first like cleanliness link game up I first like used them at like rich people's houses or whatever, like rich people's parents' houses and shit. And I was like, oh, this is some like, you know, bourgeois bullshit, like class warfare, blah, blah, blah. Like y'all think you're fucking European, but you're from fucking Western Maryland. Shut the fuck up. And then like, (laughs) it was super cheap to get on fucking Amazon. And then a bunch of the homies started getting it. And then fucking roommate Paul was like, I'm getting us a fucking bidet. And I was like, all right, whatever. I don't give a shit. And now like, I cannot shit without one. Like I will... I have never been a um, uh, fuck. I've never been poop shy in my entire life. I would always go like on tour, porta potties, uh, gas stations, like punk houses. Like I could always just drop trowel and just fucking lose a couple pounds. But now it's like if there's no bidet. I turn my fucking nose up like I'm Louis the Fifteenth in that shit. Like it, it, <laughs> it, it for real. It's like when you go to someone's house, like this is also a good metric for how much people fuck with their guests is like the like the ply count on the toilet paper in the guest bathroom. Oh, God, I I'm not going to lie. I have a love hate relationship with cheap toilet paper every time, especially if I'm low on cash. Lately, it hasn't really been a thing because um, just uh, requisition toilet paper from work. But there was a mo- when I was like driving for Uber, there was a minute where I'd be like standing in giant, you know what I'm saying? Like the Waverly giant toilet paper. Like I want this toilet paper, but I can get significantly more 
of this toilet paper and not have to buy it for a longer period of time. And it just kind of it's that it's that uh that devil's trade that you make every time where you're like, I have like two weeks worth of toilet paper now, but I'm gonna get shit all underneath my fingernails. <laughs> I always like real shit, like if you're stealing fucking toilet paper from your job or from the bar, which you should, like that that that's gonna be like a quarter ply. Like that shit don't fucking matter. Like yeah. you're just wiping your shit with a fucking parking ticket at that point, but like that's like the one luxury that if I have like the tiniest bit of like expendable coin, like I will drop like that little bit of more money just to get like that softer fucking toilet paper because it really does like the Charmin. It makes a world of difference and it really just like it's crucial. It's crucial. Like that's the difference between like enjoying the rest of your evening and not because if you have like a real just like cheek splitter, you know, and then you get like that real rough and tumble like sandpaper in there, like it's just like oh yeah, it sucks. But then, you know, if you have even if you have just like like one of the like the worms from Tremor just crawling out of your backside and then you get like that real nice like, you know, like mom's fucking personal bathroom style, just like you're wiping your ass with a fucking pillow, like a fucking Serta mattress. Like it's so it always sucks when restaurants have a shitty toilet paper, especially if it's really expensive. Oh, because you're you're in the restaurant, you are shitting all over the place because it's a really nice restaurant. And you have shit underneath your fingernails, and you're like, fuck. But then you examine the meta, and you're like, there are people working in this restaurant right now that have shit under their fingernails. One of the, exactly. One of the fucking, <laughs> it's, it's fucking gnarly. One of the good things about my job is I have, like, I have taken a shit in a lot of the, like, hotels and, like, restaurants in the city, because, like, especially if they have, like, law firms and shit, like, connected to the building, I'll just, like, go to, the, you know, like, like, the fucking doorman or the bellhop and be like, dude, I'm working, like, I gotta go, and they'll be like, alright, I got you, bro. Hotel Monaco downtown used to have the best bathroom of any place that would let me take a shit, like, when I was, like, downtown. <laughs> like, it legit was, like, wiping my ass with, like, 4,000 thread count sheets. It yeah. was... Yeah. It, it, if you could take, like, a Beethoven symphony and turn it into something that's going to get smeared with your poop, that's what it was. It's got to be the Charmin. But then, Charmin. They, but then they got rid of it. They got new management or something. They were just like, fuck y'all. We don't give a shit about anybody no more. Wow. When you can see through the toilet paper, that's when you know you're fucked. You're like, oh, my fuck. You bet you got to wind that shit around your hand like eight fucking times and get it to have even the slightest bit of tensile strength <laughs> well that's just like when you have to look at the toilet paper one you kind of spit on a little bit and you're just like we're the Bolsheviks <laughs> so this is actually a special episode this is a vacation episode because we weren't going to do anything this week or whatever because Andrew's in Greece and then when I told him that we were going to take the week off, he was like, what the fuck, dude? I like scheduled time to do work. Like, nah, you should do something. But like, oh, damn, he was heated. Yeah. He was like, no, nah, man, we got to do it. But like, we're just going to do like little mini half bullshit episodes for this in Patreon because having a week off will be cool. And I didn't really prepare anything. I don't think you did either. But yeah, I have. Hang on. Um, I have some stuff I wrote down. My fault. I mean, you don't even got it. Dude, you're fucking fine. Like, we can fucking just chill. Like. This is a this is a bonus episode of anything. If you want to get into something for real, we can. But this is going to be like a half episode. Like, nah, it was it was just bullshit, just to meme. You know what I'm saying? Just oh fuck memes. yeah. Uh, no, I should pump them memes out. Like, 
Oh, it's Marjorie. Yeah, Marjorie Taylor Green with the fucking. Did you see the? Someone showed me the campaign ad. I saw her. like I saw that like with the volume off of like what is it? it's just like her with the fucking gun again, right? Like I didn't know if it was new or not. Oh yeah, it. I I think it's new, but it's like. What is her dumbass doing now? I was just talking with uh, with the mod from my my chat and my my stream today because we work together. Uh, we were about to punch out, and I was like, uh, yeah, like the only thing it was missing was like Ted Nugent riffs, like in the background. He was like, imagine stranglehold. He was just like, imagine stranglehold in the background of that shit. That'd be fucking perfect. Was it that like dummy redneck? It, it was the most American fucking hoggish shit. <clears throat> it sounds fucking wild. Like, no, like, I saw people posting it, but, like, if I'm being real, like, I'm kind of burnt out with her shit, because it's, like, she kind of just, it's, like, she feels a lot like Kiss to me, where she just kind of, like, plays the same song over and over again to where it's, like, I, facts. You know four chords, and you're going to play the same four facts. fucking chords. This is just a fucking Ramon song at this point. Like, cool. Like, are you doing anything new? Oh, it's you saying some dumb big... Let me guess. Uh, Joe Biden sucks. Something about communism. Something about the border. Something about the Bible. And then, like, cocking a gun. She's like the fish of fucking... You know what I'm saying? Like... <laughs> it's like I saw somebody wearing a fish shirt at the Ravens game, and I was like, what the fuck? Wild. Yeah. That shit was tight, though. I went to the fucking game. Was it, it lit? Was wild. I can't that shit I don't know. That shit's still scary to me. I haven't I still haven't really done anything. That that uh show I went to that turned completely fucking upside down was the only thing I've really done that's been like a, a big crowd since the everything's been happening and I'm still just kinda chilling out and seeing what happens. Yeah, I mean like I feel that for real. I was it kind of sucks. Like, we bought the tickets like back back when like the tickets dropped and everything was like supposed to be clear by now. Oh, and it yeah. was kind of like, <clears throat> like, and I feel I like I I don't feel great about going. Like, I definitely don't feel guilty, but I understand like people who like aren't rocking with like public events. Like, don't shame me for it because I'll just like rub your nose in your own shit. Oh, but it's nah, also yeah. like, it's like I yeah, don't... I get that. Like, it's not the best look, but it's also like I don't know. Like at this point, like. I don't shame people, especially like I think travel bans are starting to become more lax and stuff. Um, half the popula at least half of the population is vaccinated. Pfizer just cleared the vaccine for children five to eleven. Um, so we're making inroads, but it's still wild as shit. Um, just like you know, like seeing pictures of people like crowd surfing and shit. That shit's just like couldn't do it i mean i could I'll, I'll devil's advocate a little bit for at least like for our event like there weren't the stadium wasn't that packed like there were a lot of people there but it wasn't like nut to butt style. yeah it seems like a stadium at, at a certain capacity like or at below a certain capacity i guess seems like you'd be far apart from the closest person a lot of it too to me was like when I thought about it like quasi critically it's like we're outside and I know that that isn't like the largest factor in all this but like you know not to get super whatever about it but it's like only a certain group of people can even afford to really attend one of these events right so it's like yeah fair 
So in the event that like you are here and you're not vaccinated, there's a very good chance that this is like of your own volition, you know, and probably deserve to get clapped low key. Exactly. And then like the staff were all wearing masks and like I did wear a, I I wore a mask when I was like walking around and stuff. Like I, I tried to like be courteous. And of course, like we got weird looks for it and not a lot of people were wearing masks like in the stadium, but a decent amount were like, but you know what I mean? Like, I, I understand yeah. that like there were workers there and obviously like it's a fucked up look to where like the servant class is like being subjected to the ruling classes, like, you know, disregard to their health. And I didn't want to really contribute to that, but you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it'll, it, it'll be done. It will, it'll get done regardless. I feel like it's people, there's so many people that don't care and, you'll at least be one person in that environment conscious of that dynamic that will not be fucking coughing directly into the fucking workers' faces and shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, like, I feel like that's sort of the the compromise that we have to make, like, moving forward because it doesn't really look like a lot of stuff is going to shut down. Like, Oh, no. And I, I'm very disappointed because I really thought that, like, we were going to look at the numbers and look at the shit and then do like a soft like lockdown part two, just kind of like winter nesting, but on like the net, like a nationally mandated fucking like couch time. There was a period of time where I thought we were going to do a, f- a second full on lockdown. And then I looked at the GOP rhetoric and the rhetoric that the Republicans are pumping out and the way that the, you know, Jen Psaki and shit, the way that they were, uh, like kind of portraying the way that things were going on a day-to-day basis and i was just like oh no nah, they're just going they're totally just going to normalize getting covid and from covid and that just being like uh a daily occurrence in life until eventually everyone gets it or all the people who would get it and get clapped from it get clapped it gets burnt out I mean, you're not fucking wrong. Like, I I don't understand, like, the political strategy behind, like, potentially, like, calling your own herd, for lack of a better term, where, like, the people who are most affected by these, like, preventable COVID deaths are, in my purview, like, statistically, like, more likely to be, like, GOP voters. So it's like, why the fuck would you advocate for your, like, voting block to die off? Yeah, it's very bizarre. I really don't... I I feel like this is one, like, avenue where they don't have any, like, sense of, like, self-preservation almost, right? Yeah. You know what else is crazy, though? Huh. Fucking um, Patrick Mahomes' brother, how, like, completely and utterly swagless he was. I know nothing about... No, wait. Um, Is he just, like, completely starved of any drip? Absolutely. I called him what I called him. I called him Sandy, I think. I called him straight Ooh. Sandy. My man has zero drip. My man's anti drip. It's like the fucking that Z Loopers line where he says, bitch is so dusty, brought the Tito's out, but it's just handing it to Patrick Mahomes' fucking brother. <laughs> he was, he had the swagger of a mannequin. It was like, <laughs> it was kind of shocking, honestly. The chain, well, the- all right. So he had on the, so the chain was icy. I won't lie. The chain, he flexed with the chain because uh, it's just like what 
to even be at the game, you got to be in a certain tax bracket. To even have a chain like that, you got to be in a certain tax bracket. You know what I mean? I feel like that's... Okay, can I... May I... uh, where we are from right let me just say that i feel like it's not the smartest move to wear like a super flashy chain in general let alone like wearing probably chief's gear at a fucking ravens game yeah if you're like in a skybox though and you're like literally a, a pro player like mvp player's sibling i feel like your security might be a little on point I feel like that's what I'm saying is the only reason he was able to flex that much is because he had a solid wall between him and like the people who would very, very gladly take that home with them. I don't think he actually was in Baltimore City. Definitely not by himself. But yeah, that chain would would get. I thought you were saying he was like at the game, but like, yeah, he was in the stadium. Yeah. Yeah. But like that just like. I can't imagine him just like rolling around the city. Like he must have had like had that in a bag and like put it on when he got to the skybox, you know? <laughs> like he didn't wear that in the Uber over. Nah. Rode the limo from the from the hotel. So all right, so he he came in looking like the sand people from fucking Star Wars. He just had on a, he had a supreme long sleeve Tuscan Raiders tacky excuse me. in 2021, dog. Like come on now. And uh, <laughs> a a black snapback that just said family. And white impact font on it. That's some Wait, black skinnies. Some black 5.11s. Why would you not? I don't know. I mean, I would be pretty annoyed if, like, one of my family members came to, like, a very, very, very big event of mine and just, like, knew they were going to get pictures taken. You know what I mean? And just kind of, like... Yeah, oh. that's the thing. Is like, I don't know. Rich people... I know that his whole fit is probably cost, like, a whole paycheck of mine. And that's the other crazy thing, but like rich people buy the wildest shit. Like I'd, I'd probably waste all my money on like Nike Lab shit and techwear bullshit as techwear. But that's like when you look at fucking like rich people's Instagrams, and it's like there is nothing on your wall. Like you all have like just like bare white walls and like bare white carpet, and it looks like a fucking like every single rich person's house just looks like a fucking hospital waiting room. It's this is facts. You're speaking facts. So like it, it like I feel like you get to a certain tax bracket and you just are sort of like drained of all sauce. But like it is nice when every once in a while there is someone who like comes up really hard and then they still have like a little bit of style. Like Mahomes doesn't dress bad. Let's be real. Like if we compare and contrast True. the two. We were just talking about people who are like so rich that their drip is just so nuts. It doesn't even matter because they're so rich. Jackie Chan fits in that category because it's like not only is he rich, his fit is just crazy. It's a flex no matter what, but you also can't whip his ass. So it's like, what are you really going to do with that? Credit where credit's due. Conor McGregor's the exact same fucking way. Uh, yeah, that's big facts. Conor McGregor, like Conor McGregor, anti-drip. Swagless. Completely swagless. <laughs> like, like, like he gets the catalog uh, on the first of the month. It's like, yep, that, all of it. I want it. It's, it's, but you can't say anything to like these guys because they will just like kick your teeth in immediately. So it's like, I guess now you, you are, I guess you're good looking because I can't call you not good. You know, it's kind of like, uh, you're dripping right now. You, you flex, you're going off, you're different. (laughs) Dude, it was fucking wild at that game because they did the fucking Omar whistle like in the beginning of the fucking game and it was 
fucking insane. Yeah, I can imagine that would have been an emotional moment. Dude, fucking, like, all the lights go out. It's completely dark in there. And then all of a sudden, just the only thing over the speakers is the actual clip of fucking Omar doing the whistle. That's and tough. it's like it and like every like people are whistling along and just like screaming and just like freaking the fuck out. Like every single person was just like screaming to the heavens. It was very much like a, a it was very much like a Dragon Ball Z put your hands up type of thing, you know? Hell yeah. I hope that and becomes a thing. I I would love it if it just never happened. It only happened that one game. It would be sick if it happens every other. I was gonna like, say it'd be sick if that was just a one time thing and there was just that moment and the people that were there to experience that was that. But it'd be cool if it was like it's a hard battle cry. Yeah, like just one person whistling that song and everyone else just tearing off their shirts and screaming at you, like almost doing the fucking haka. It'd be one of those things that just fades into the background of the game, like. Uh, Cotton Eye Joe and shit. Little kids, little zoomers. Like, what the fuck is this whistling? That would, oh man, it would be very interesting to have this be like a new staple of like Raven's culture is they do the fucking Omar whistle before every game. And then eventually people are like, what is that, dad? And then you have that wonderful moment where you now get to show your kid the wire for the first time. Fact. And then you get to just like, you know, ah, have that moment together. I fucking love that show so much. I still need oh. to finish it. I'm not going to lie. I'm on season two. Oh, really? Yeah. I haven't season two is season. T- it's okay. So that's like a very like contested thing with, I don't know, I guess everyone or people online or people from quote from Baltimore or whatever, but like everyone has their like favorite, like their order of favorite seasons. And it's, it's always like a big fucking deal, but the, but I think the best season is fucking season two. The docs one. Yeah. Word. I think that's the best one. And then uh I think the first season is probably my second favorite. Like the whole thing is great, but the first two seasons of The Wire are some of if not the best seasons of television period. So Agreed. it's like it's like a whole fucking thing with that shit. Like dude, <laughs> so we were talking about like people being like, "Oh, talking a Baltimore accent shit before." So one of my friends from St. Louis hit me up and he's like, yo, like I'm going through the wire. I've never seen it before. Like, you know, trying to like get me to like get me in on this like experience for him, which was like kind of interesting. And then he fucking texted me today at work and he was like, hey, do you say you and two weird? (laughs) And I was like, no, dude, I'm from fucking Hagerstown. I talk the exact opposite of the people from fucking Baltimore. And he was like, oh, that's, oh, I guess so. Like, isn't like, you know, like uh, micro language zones like really weird. And I was like, yeah, it's also weird when like people watch The Wire and they just assumed it. Like we all talk like the most exaggerated versions of being from here. Yeah, I went to Atlanta and someone asked me to say the word you. I was like, dog, I'm not from that part of Baltimore. I'm sorry. I hate to disappoint you from the county. <laughs> right. Like I it, say y'all and use. There's a very, like, small percentage of people who still talk in, like, that very, very heavy accent. Well, I I feel like it's just moved all east. So that's all just, like, Middle River and, like, Essex and shit. It's not even really, like, people downtown. Yeah. And especially not people from, like, South Baltimore anymore. Like, it's it's, it's very interesting. People that I went to school with spoke like that, but I definitely didn't pick that accent up. 
Yeah, I I mean, obviously, like, I didn't fucking hear that shit until I came down here and started watching The Wire, because that just, like, didn't exist in fucking Hagerstown. It's crazy, like, how much The Wire has, like, affected, like, the world, or, like, the zeitgeist, like, perception of Baltimore. And I didn't really, I didn't realize it until I, you know, moved here and then actually watched the show to where it's like, oh shit, like a lot of the international perception of this entire city is based off of this HBO show. Yeah, because it's immortal. It's in all these mediums now and it immortalized the city just like how like Breaking Bad made New Mexico the crystal meth capital of the world now, even though it's probably just like not even really like that. I mean, I was down there when that show was going on and I have been down there before and like there, that definitely is like tweaker territory, but like, I, to, I don't know if it was like the hot spot. We went on the fucking tour though. Like we drove around to the filming locations, like the homies drove us around and like, it was That's fucking dope. cool. It was really fucking cool. It, it was really special to watch like, uh, the, it was, I think it was the first part of the last season of breaking bad like in new mexico because we were like catching up with everything and we were like on this like on this tour we were like telling everyone like we're watching breaking bad like breaking bad like we need to catch up with breaking bad in every single house we stayed at all the homies were like oh fuck yeah we'll watch breaking bad and smoke blunts all night so we just like yeah that would drive great. it was fucking tight dude we would just like drive all fucking night or you know drive all day play a fucking show and then go back to the fucking spot and then just like watch like four episodes of breaking bad with like the homies on the road then just like turn the page wash your fucking hands the only thing we consumed for weeks was just little caesars 40s and breaking bad um sounds like some 20s shit i mean you know exactly what it was it was straight up it was fucking wild it was like looking back that was like probably the halcyon days dude i was um i was talking to one of the homies earlier about like being really young and like like doing minor weed stuff and just like being really lazy and then thinking that you were like like not like kingpin but thinking you were like living high on the hog and then you look back now and it's like that was such a carefree time of my life like i really miss that so much yeah i think that we were talking about that that might have been we had talked about it but my homie tonight i just like brought it up too because i was just like yeah because i was just talking about like graduating high school and like we it was was, we were like talking about like going to fucking community college and just kind of like laying around the house like smoking weed and watching arrested development all day and then like someone will come through and like buy eighth of weed and you thought you were a fucking drug dealer. And then you just like, you know, go to your shitty fucking three hours a day, like busing job or something. And like, right at the time you thought you were like this, like hard nosed grown up who had their fucking shit together. And now looking back, it's just like, I wish that I could go back to that dude. Right. <laughs> dude. I, Oh my God. It was, it's so fucking sick. Smashing college girls. Cause you have a car and you know, an apartment. So they think you have your shit together. Yo, I went to my fucking high school graduation rehearsal and I was like dating a 21 year old at the time and she was crashing at the house and she came with me and she just slept in my fucking car in the back seat in the parking lot of my high school when I fucking came in there to do the fucking rehearsal. Wild. One of the, my first serious run-ins was with the police was because 
uh there's this girl nothing was even happening we legit were just talking and the and fucking is this whole crazy thing dude fuck that i wore fucking girl pants in high school and i remember walking Damn. to the fucking stage and this dude who like he wanted to like be a he wanted to, i don't know he like he would try to bully like kid like seeing kids to be like relevant but he wasn't really good at it. You know what I mean? Definitely. It was one of those people. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I could see that. But it kind of just like. It was cool. He walked though. up to me and he was like, I'm surprised you wore fucking pants underneath your gown. And I was like, what? And he was like, you wear girl pants. I thought you would wear a dress. And I was like, did you really think I was going to wear a dress to this? And he just kind of like looked at me and like walked away. Corny. What's even goofier about the specifically in my case, what's even goofier about the fact that I made fun of people who wore girl pants was the fact that because I was super into thrash, I wore like tight ass, like 5'11s, like skinny jeans. So it was like, plus, I also was hella virginal, so I didn't understand that, <laughs> like how, how you get the pants in the first place. <laughs> I just like the idea of someone like making fun of someone wearing like a between the buried to me shirt and like size zero tilt pants, but then describing themselves as hella virginal. Fact. <laughs> Yo, what the fuck? All right. It's like what the-, the fuck is the deal with this goddamn picture I've been seeing online of like dudes on horses whipping people? That shit's nuts. Um, I saw that headline or something, but I haven't. Uh, I don't. I don't know what that's actually about. Let me hit quick. Lay Googles. I got you. Like it. I kept on seeing like Haiti tied to that image, and it was saying like U.S. Border Patrol's like whipping Haitian immigrants. Like yeah, there. That's what's happening. Apparently, the uh, Border Patrol is using horses and whips to discourage people we'll say i guess from uh from entering the country illegally i mean that's like there's a video that's rough where is it taking place does it say what state it's in uh give me one sec because like i don't what the like i know there's still obviously like mounted police and like that's just texas Wow, that was honestly my first guess. Um, yeah, doesn't surprise me either, honestly. No, like, I don't know how the fuck you can look at these images and, like, think that America rocks. You know what's even more fucked up? So I Googled, I just Googled horses whips. That's all I Googled, just fucking around. And, uh... The top story is it was like TMZ and Yahoo News, which fucking yikes. But um, <laughs> yeah, they brought out know. the big guns. They had to unlock the fucking cream of the crop for this right. journalism. Yeah, but um, under the people also ask the the first uh, question was, do the whips hurt horses? Wait, what? Like on um. No, I, I know what you're saying, but I don't understand like that being the top question. I'm me being a cynic. I'm extrapolating what I'm seeing to mean that people seeing that the first question they ask is, "Are the horses being hurt by the whips?" Like fuck the Haitians. 
What about the horses? Are the horses okay? Yeah, I also feel like that just could be like someone not wanting to admit that they want to know like if a whip hurts a human because then they're going to feel real bad about being like pro whipping a Haitian. So instead of Googling, does it hurt when it hits a Haitian? They're Googling, does it hurt when it hits a horse? Uh, I guess. Horses are pretty hardy though, man. You fucking, that horses, that's how you make anti-venom and shit. Like, <laughs> I feel like horses will put ketchup and mustard and eat a lot of shit that a human being would definitely get clapped by. Oh, definitely. But like, in terms of that fucking Google shit, like, that really screams to me that a lot of people are building their, like, pro-whipping arguments by being like, the whips don't even hurt the horses, dude. Like, I don't know what you're complaining about. Oh, okay. I see. I I'm, I see your angle now, and I'm picking up yeah. what you're putting down now. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's going to definitely be, like, a little bit of a... People are all of a sudden going to be real experts on the length and width of whips in order to inflict pain. But still, okay. though, that's what, I'm, that's what I'm saying, though, is a horse so fucking... Yeah, the whip doesn't even hurt the horse. The people shouldn't complain. It's like, yeah, rattlesnake venom doesn't even fucking just let's just inject you full of fucking rattlesnake with with a syringe of rattlesnake venom and and see what happens. Allegedly, I know a lot of people who I wouldn't mind shooting up with rattlesnake venom in Minecraft. (laughs) But like, I saw some fucking numbers today about like uh, the immigration shit that's happening due to some like. I forget what fucking article or whatever the fuck it is that like Trump enacted to like kind of get the deportations rolling on the grounds of like COVID being a thing. And now Biden is still doing it or he like never got rid of it or some bullshit. And I guess Biden has like just surpassed like Trump's numbers of like deporting the fuck out of everyone and using COVID as like a cover for it. I think that each president one after another is going to get progressively more and more draconian on um, immigration, the more, like, the worse the climate gets. You think so? You think that this is, like, eco-warfare in the sense of, we're not going to kill you, but we're going to send you back to your, like, country that does not have water? Yeah, more or less. Um, Just because our resources here are already... Like, there's, you already have, like, straight-up celebrities and shit admitting, like, nah, I don't shower. You don't, you don't need to shower every day. Like, it's cool. Just like, nah, I feel like there are certain people out there who probably need to shower every day. Maybe not everybody, but uh, I feel like Wait, they're... do you think that... Ooh, I have not heard this theory, and I want to put my tinfoil hat on on this one. Wait, are you positing that maybe the celebrities saying that they, that they don't shower is a way to like psyop us into using less water because we're running out of water? I think it's part of it. I feel like I don't think it's like I don't know if I use the word is, psyop, but it dude, definitely that is sick. That's such a good. That's a good one. I'm gonna get high and think about that one for a couple days. It's part of conditioning the populace to like it's 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 part of the it's gonna be part of the whole like recycle don't eat meat fucking uh get a tesla that whole thing it's just like yeah don't shower every day use less water only shower like and um i saw something i did like floated by on instagram there was like someone's landlord and their complex had their water pressure was already like at a trickle and they had someone come in and install something in their um like water spouts to make their water come out even slower. 
Dude, we had a house guest recently from the like the Midwest, and he took a shower and was like, "That's the best shower I've had in so long." Because like my water pressure is just like fuck. And I was like, "What?" You know, I was like, "Oh shit, that's cool." He's like, "No, you don't get it." Like, you know, the city that I live in, like the water pressure just like sucks everywhere. That sucks. I don't know if it's yeah. just this building or this area or what, but where I'm at, my water doesn't stay hot for longer than like five, ten minutes. It kind of sucks. You got to hop in, hurry up, fucking completely lather up. And I got locks, so I got to fucking, if I want to wash my hair, I got to fucking hurry up and get my hair completely lathered and fucking scrub my scalp and sh- do all that shit in like ten minutes before the water starts to turn like lukewarm and then eventually just goes cold. You can also just go full gamer and get the three in one like shampoo, conditioner, body wash, and nah. just kind of just coat yourself like fucking green man. And it's, it's always sunny. Just kind of like slide in and out of the shower. Just be completely slick. <laughs> yeah, pre yeah. Hit the pre lather before I even get in the shower. Fucking just be completely covered in a layer of the three in one. That's you know. That's a good time to end it. <laughs> Thank you for listening to our our vacation special. Um, <laughs> if you like the show, uh, please like and subscribe. Uh, give us a five star rating, please. Um, tell your friends people have been. That's fucking sick. Uh, you can go to bolshevex.com. That's our website. Um, we're on all social media places. There's please links to all of our individual stars. stuff there. Um, I'm at Lord Hooper on everything. Kevin's at Endless Cemetery on everything. EndlessCemetery.com for all the streaming stuff. When you do your Twitch shit, Tuesdays and Thursdays? Nah, that's when I don't do it. I do it Mondays, Wednesdays, oh, and Fridays. Psych, it's the exact opposite. You're happy, <laughs> a happy opposite day, yeah? I knew that those days were important, but... <laughs> the 21st day of September. Oh, shit, I didn't even realize that this is the Earth, Wind, and Fire episode. It a, yeah, it is the Earth, Wind, and Fire episode. Well, that's why we did it, you know? I'm going to take a dab to have the earth, wind, and the fire really quick. I'll relight the joint for earth, wind, and fire, and then we'll end it.